say they're handing out more speeding tickets now than ever because there's no flow of traffic. And it seems like there's very less crime. There's less crime, right? So I'm four pounds heavier. Okay. And when I was three pounds heavier, I was fine. But yesterday I felt fat. (laughs) My wife is looking at me. She goes, you look great. I'm like, no, I feel fat. Do I look fat in this? I'm not. I know. I didn't ask how I looked. I feel fat. I feel fat as I almost messed up. Yeah, be careful. (laughs) That's happened. But it hasn't. Thank God God for Kern, right? He helps us out. He does. I need to pay you. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote checks this week. How many times has that been uttered for the past month? I keep the wipes in the car. And I will not touch the gas pumps with bare hands. Oh, I will, but I'll I'll grease up right afterwards. With okay, them. now. For grease what? Up. For what then? Why would you the do sanitizer that? Sanitizer stuff. You got to bring oh. everything back to a sexual content. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Just grease, whatever. grease it up. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be using hand sanitizer, not KY. <laughs> yeah, but I there's I I have a I have a mental disorder. I have a mental disorder. Howdy ho! It is 8.02 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 and vice versa. The ticket. You got the tee box. Craig Rosengarten. I'm Rick Arnett. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine and IdealGolfer.com. We have so many things on Ideal right now. We have chipping nets. We have... All Day Golf, Texas uh, Texas Golf Center. We have a round still available. At Sugar Tree. Sugar Tree. Good deal. And some nice little, no traffic. Oh. I don't care where you, you live. no time at all. Fun little place. Mm-hmm. Go down by the river. Down by the river. And we are broadcasting from our hermetically sealed um, office in Irving, Las Colinas slash Las Colinas. And we'll be here till 10.25 today. An endowed tee box today. Because uh, we're going to take you right up to the NFL draft. Rounds, whatever. endowed a dirty word. Not necessarily. Okay. You can make it if you want. Well, of course you can. But you should. No. We're a clean show. We are. Allegedly. We're PG. We're the most PG on the ticket, aren't we? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe... Maybe the soccer show. Well, it's a good question. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's a great thing either, to be the cleanest show on the ticket. Low bar. Yeah. Right. Hey, this is uh, another virtual remote that we be uh, started back when um, when uh, safe distancing was put into effect. So where we would normally be broadcasting from Crest Cars up in Frisco, CrestCars.com, Infinity, and Cadillac, um, we're going to act like we're there. It's we're still. Mike Brosen's Crest Cars. Absolutely. Even though he sheepishly does not like to hear that. Yeah, so I'm going to end that does. note because I heard it all week. Uh-huh. Mike yep. Brosen's Crest Cars. Yep. That's it. I did, too. By the way, after the tee box yesterday, uh, last Saturday, because uh-huh. they were virtually remoting for Crest Volvo, 
mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Sold 20 pre-owned cars that Saturday. Nice. Pound our chest, take credit. Power the T-Box, baby. Yep. Power the T-Box, ticket. We're not worthy. Good stuff. We're not Yo, we worthy. definitely are. Yeah, we are. We are. Because that's what we have to do. we got to deliver for our clients because right. our clients stuck with us. Look, if you're open, might as well tell people you're open. Absolutely. Yeah. And you See can what? get a sweet deal right now. You can get a, a brand-new 2020 Cadillac XT4 for a mere $299 a month or 0% financing for 60 months, plus you get a $2,000 purchase allowance. <laughs> exactly. If I were, given the price of gas mm-hmm. and I like to drive fast – I'd get CTSV. Yeah? I don't even care. Go ahead and say, put a price up, and then they'll sell it for that. This is true. This is true. I, You know, the, the price of oil has gone down so much. You know, they were theoretically saying, we'll pay you to take it. But wh- how great a time. So the gas on my corner finally went back up again to a buck ten. Hmm. It was a buck eight. By the way, that was true. So I, I kind of delved, dived into that little, like, I'm not helping you. It's if the futures are negative thirty-seven dollars, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Seriously, and they said, "Well, really, what happens?" Because I talked to somebody in the oil business. Mm. There is so much oil coming over. Yep, and there's no place to put it. Swimming pool. And so they are. They, it's like it either when it's on the tanker, it costs a lot of money. So they're trying to get it off, and they basically were trying to pay anybody to take it off their hands, so they didn't have to pay the tanker anymore. I was thinking about. I was thinking. I watched Road Warrior the other night just because it was on, and, yeah. and I was thinking. I was thinking. You know, could, how well could you do buying the gas at a buck eight and fill up a tanker and just hold on to it? I know gas goes bad after a while. You have to put some kind of a Did, stabilizer. Really? Oh yeah, like when you have a lawnmower and stuff, you got to put a gas stabilizer huh. in it, or else it goes bad. Wasn't aware. Yep, it's amazing what you find on the internet. It's you know dubious if it's true or not, but it sounds right. good. So I wonder how well you could do on that when price goes back up to like three, four bucks a gallon. We could ask our buddy Brad Dawson. Brad knows. You know Brad. He's the one who hits the ball a mile. He's the one who's who's the title sponsor of the Soroy Shootout. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He has he has a tanker business. There you go. There you go. I could ask him. Hey, okay. can I borrow sixteen of your tankers and park them in my backyard? And I'm going to fill them up at a dollar eight. Because there's the other thing. <laughs> there's people making money during this, right? Frontier Tank Lines. That's the name of his company. Frontier Tank Lines. There you go. Here. Anyway, we have Kern out here. Later, Brad. Kern out here, engineering. Good morning to you, buddy. Good morning. He actually beat me here today. Wow. Yeah, I did. Wow. Yes, he did. Back at the station, Jay King. Hey, nice good morning. as always. How are you? Ooh, my microphone is really loud. That's okay. Yeah, good morning. We're good, guys. And uh, let's we see. We good. have Russell Scott doing tickers twice an hour. I am here. Good morning. So you got to stick around till the draft? I'll be here till the draft through through the first what hour and a half of the draft. So you're there till noon. Yes. Okay. Why? Then I hand off to. There's news. There's sports else. news. Well, I figured during a draft day, I don't remember ever hearing tickers during the last two days of the draft. Well, I'll I'll leave at ten. That's no. I'm not, I'm not just a making a an observation. It was no, just no, no. I, I nobody told me different, so I assume I'm here until noon. By the way, I was going to give kudos to. Ty when he was here, mm-hmm. when if we were going to mix, I'm locked into his Stratomatic season. <laughs> if you can, you bet on it. Rangers are 11 and 14. Yeah, I know. Lost one in 16 innings yesterday. They were five and zero. Oh. I know. Yeah, that's not a bad bit. No, not too bad at all. <laughs> I wonder. So they do these 
these simulations, maybe it's a thousand times for every game, or ten, who knows? Computers can do it so fast. I wonder how apropos it is. I mean, I wonder in real life how much that would mirror if I you took know. a season yeah. written real versus Stratomatic season. Be interesting. Yeah, be, we should go though, right? Yeah, because we have a big show today, and we're starting it off with PGA Tour player and the pride of uh, Amarillo, Texas, and Texas A&M, and now Fort Worth. Ryan Palmer. We're going to keep him on for a couple segments. He's got nothing going on. He's probably got a good money game going on today. All the good players do, right, Craig? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. And then at nine thirty, we'll put on the Nelson Tournament director, John Drago, because he's going to have uh, a whole new home. Starting next year. Yeah. So we'll pepper him with questions and, you know, our typical hardball questions, right? A little chin mm-hmm. music? Probably not. And Randall Stevenson stepped down yesterday. Well, we AT&T. knew that was happening. I wonder, Yeah, but it was a little abrupt. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. wonder if that will affect him at all because he was a big golf fan. So. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So let's get this puppy started. A virtual remote for Crest Cars up in uh, Frisco. Don't forget Crest Infinity as well. And up next... We'll mix with Mr. Palmer, Ryan Palmer, on the ticket. Hey, good morning. T-Box here. Rick, Craig, Kern, Jay, Russell. We're in our very uh, germ-free AG office. By the way, Jay King with another great return mix. That's one of the best rock songs. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, so the next couple segments, this is brought to you again by Crest Cars, a virtual remote up there in Frisco. Check it out if you want a pre-owned or a brand-new car, Crest uh, Cadillac, Crest Infinity, and don't forget Crest Volvo up in Plano. And also by Club Corp. So all their courses, I think, are pretty much open now. And I think now would be a really good time if you want to check out their one-member program. Got to be money right now, buddy. I've been getting, have you tried, have you you gone to the club for dinner, pick it up? Uh, not yet. I've, I've a, eaten lunch there. They have a family thing that you can go pick up. Yep. It's pretty, pretty good. All right. All right. So. Well, without further ado, we're going to bring on the pride of Amarillo, the pride of Texas A&M, pride of Colonial. And reigning champ. Reigning champ of the Zurich Classic, which uh, sadly and ironically was supposed to be this week. Yes. And no mas, but this is the greatness of Ryan Palmer. Good morning to you, buddy. Hello, Ryan. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Hey, there he is. (laughs) Very well, very well. Okay, so thanks for popping on with us today. I'm going to hit you right out of the stuff. So you have, you're the reigning champ of the Zurich, Zurich Classic. And I'm looking at this, and, and you won that with John Rom last year. And for the life of me, I'm trying to figure out the hookup. How did that happen? Who and who asked who? <laughs> yeah, it's a ongoing question. It seems like, but uh, no, it was um, you know Jordan and Speed and I. We were partners for two years, and uh, the start of last year, I knew Jordan. Uh, we talked about it. He, he decided he wasn't going to put that on his schedule, so which I understood, and, uh, and so I was bouncing around and thinking about guys I want to play with and because um, I was going to play regardless and I knew John Rom's partner was injured that he played with um, Wesley Bryan and uh, we had played some rounds together I've gotten to know him pretty good I thought what a you know if he had any interest in it I thought, thought what a great partner he would be and uh, called his caddy Adam Hayes he and James are real good friends and um, brought the idea to him and he thought man that's I think that'd be awesome. So I uh, shot John a text, said, hey, what do you think about me and you as partners at Zurich? And it uh, didn't take very long. He jumped right at it and uh, 
And here we are. How'd you like that format? Obviously, you like it. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> as a winner, but just always, it's a great tournament, uh, especially the time of the year. I think it, it has a little break in the year. It feels like uh, guys come in a little more loose. Um, uh, it's not your typical tour event, you know. Guys on the greens cutting up, having a good time in the city of New Orleans. But still, it's a it's a PGA Tour event. Um, comes with every perk, uh, except for obviously winning the master, going to the Masters. But no, it's uh, I love it. It's uh, and that's when you, you bring two good ball strikers together, like John Brom and I both are. Uh, we both drop the ball the same. Good iron players. Uh, his short game's obviously phenomenal, and then you know when the putters are going. Um, but no, it's a great time. Good format. Uh, you kind of see which teams are going to be good and which teams you you not really really don't have to worry about. <laughs> so what happens? So you have a two year exemption for that, but what happens with this truncated year? Do you have, have you guys got any idea from the tour what they're going to do with all this? So, um, it's going to come out this uh, next week or two. The new okay, eligibility requirements. Um, they're working on guys that are. Uh, winners the top 125 so later this week um i haven't got the details so i'll be speculating what i tell you guys but uh there's going to be some eligibility things change up for this year that are going to help guys this year uh, as far as keeping their status for another year because of the what's been going on so yeah you'll see some uh some guys will have a chance you know they'll have a chance to keep their car for next year based on the situation that's going on so uh yeah you'll uh There'll be some new stuff coming out next week. Uh, I'm anxious to see it myself. Talking to Ryan Palmer, PGA uh, winner. Four-time uh, winner. Four-time winner, that's yes. correct. So, um, tough times, and I know um, since the um, players that everybody's taken a different route as to what to do. If you kept your game in shape, I mean, how much have you planned? If there was a tournament next week, would you be ready? Or if, if the Zork was this week, would you be ready to play at this point? I think so. I uh, The Carroll Golf Club's been open the whole time uh the range the golf course one car per player that kind of stuff uh as far as carts inside for members not uh, resident members uh colonial has been open so yeah i've been every other day or so i've been taking my son out more and more he's been playing a lot so uh yeah i feel like if i played the, the tournament next week i'd be ready to go uh been working hard at it keep my body in shape at home as much as possible so uh i think my game's in pretty good shape right now how much uh, the typical tour player, as I was reading, Xander Shoffley hasn't touched a club since the players. He just doesn't. He's, he says he's lost his will to figure out what to do. He, he has no purpose right now because there's no schedule set. If how, how long would you need to prepare, even though Craig just said you were, you'd be ready right now, the typical tour player, you need how much notice that a, that a tour event was going to happen? Uh, if, like, for – you know, usually off seasons when I've had, you know, you get two a couple months off. I'm pretty good about taking time off, but uh, I mean, guys are are so good, and most guys, I guarantee, he's been in the gym working out, keeping his body up. And a lot of guys are probably lying to you if they say they haven't touched a club sometimes. <laughs> personally, well, sandbagging. But uh, it doesn't take. I mean, a good full week of practice of pounding balls. Uh, we're going to short game. Guys will be ready in a week, I think. Uh, they're just that good. And uh, my, I'm, myself, uh, I could take a week off easy without even touching the club, and I'll play my best tournaments the next week. 
So uh, it just guys are different. But uh, I'd say give a guy a good full week of of range sessions with his coach, short game work, and uh, they'd be ready to go. Hey, so you guys make a lot of money off the course. I mean, obviously, I mean that's what that's what golf is, right? I mean, you look at the purses and they're two thirds off the course. Two thirds of it's off the course. Are all the sponsors all still dialed in? Of is any? I mean, not just you, but I know you talk to other tour players. Has anybody just bailed and said, "Look, can't pay anymore," or "Hey, look, you know, in this whole thing," or has most is mostly they've all, even though you're not playing, have they honored your contracts? Yeah, uh, I've heard rumblings of a club company or two looking at, you know, their first, first quarter, maybe second quarter stuff. But uh, I haven't really heard from players. Uh, I myself, uh, I'm very blessed, very fortunate to have such great corporate partners that uh, we've been in contact with. You know, Mike Chisholm, my manager, Chisholm Sports, we've been in contact with them, talking to my sponsors, you know, what, what can we do to just kind of, you know, keep the name out there, keep everything out there. So they've been really good with me as far as that, I guess, from a payment financial standpoint. Um, I want to give any, really... want to give any of them a plug right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, but yeah, sure. I mean, Unisys, uh, United <laughs> Reynolds has been great. RBC, I'm a RBC ambassador. At, um, so I'll be at heritage. Hopefully, uh, Jenny King is a great sponsor of mine, uh, thrive hive. So, uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate to um, have the corporate sponsors I have. And then I wear Columbia. We're going to do a cool uh, Instagram live next week with Columbia uh, Sportswear. So, uh, no, nah, very fortunate, very blessed to um, have the sponsors I have for sure. Talking to Ryan Palmer, PGA Tour player, hangs out at Colonial here on the ticket. So you came in sixth last year at Colonial. You, that's probably your home course. And I was reading this week they asked Brooks Kepka, who is doesn't uh, sugarcoat anything, what's it going to be like? to play without galleries and he said two things one is it's going to feel a lot like a practice round there's not going to be any buzz there's not going to be you know there's just or just the activity around a golf sure. course right but the other one i thought was interesting because you're going to find a lot more lost balls because we won't have the the uh benefits of a gallery finding our errant shots think that'll be a problem uh, not if you hit it online no <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> that <a> question <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we don't. We don't. Honestly, we don't know. Um, uh, in my mind, in my in my opinion, is a golf tournament to be played. Charles Schwab, great sponsor, uh, great golf course. So it all depends um, what they're going to do from a volunteer standpoint. Uh, that's still in the talks. Uh, I've been in talks with Colonial a lot. The being on the Player Advisory Council here in the next two weeks, we're going to get a list of all the things they're talking about as far from a protocol safety tournament stuff so um i think you'll still see a few volunteers possibly out there in the fairways but yeah i mean there definitely won't be fans to uh to find your ball if you need it uh there won't be stands behind greens to hit it hit into if it helps uh there's a few mm -hmm. holes at colonial that if you catch a few flyers you're gonna have a hell of a time getting to the green <laughs> i'm always amazed by that because i've heard some tour players say yeah i actually played to hit that long because it was a better out than it was to lay, you know, lay up short. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use yeah, the grandstands no, to your benefit. I'll, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, Colonial of the year, Jordan won. We were in the final group. And um, on 17, he had a two or three shot, maybe two shot lead. And he um, he was in the left rough on 17, and he hit this flyer that was just moving. Mm -hmm. And, of course, hits the grandstands, gets his drop. He's 
eight feet off the green, chips in for birdie. If that stand's not there, that ball's in 14 fairways, 60 yards long. Um, That's where our shots go. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, there'll be some it, – it, Kelowna's going to play different, you know, with certain stands not being there. So, um, but, yeah, it all – but, I mean, like I said, guys are going to be eager, eager to play, ready to go, uh, fans and no fans, and uh, I think we just need to get golf on TV. Yes, I agree. No kidding. Um, so, with no grandstands need to be put up, that saves Colonial a lot of money. I know the members were kind of wondering how much uh, yeah, out of pocket they were going to have to put. But with no grandstands or anything, the tour could probably give you up to two, three weeks' notice tops, maybe two weeks, if, they, if they're going to play it or not? Yes, that was, uh, that was one of the questions in our meetings. Uh, you know, what kind, what kind of leeway time are you going to give us to prepare, to travel? And they uh, – I think we're pretty much said, you know, they're going to let us know three to four weeks in advance to uh, Good. to get guys. Because, I mean, we don't know if we're going to – we still don't know if we're going to have to quarantine for 14 days. We don't know if we're going to have to stay in the same hotel as every player. We, we just don't know yet. And uh, plus give guys over – there's like 25 players that are living outside the U.S. right now, over 30-something caddies. So they're working on those guys as of now, I believe. But they've talked about, you know, three to four – probably three, maybe four weeks notice that hey guys we're go we're going so the good news is we got seven weeks to the tournament so yep. um here in the next two or three weeks is when we'll start hearing more discussing more we've got a meeting on wednesday um a pack meeting so uh well i'm sure we'll hear a few more things then so uh but yeah i mean they, they've told us they're going to give us a good three to four weeks for sure very good. We're talking to Ryan Palmer, PGA Tour player. We're going to carry him over, and on the other side, we'll ask him his thoughts about Trinity Forest, about the Four Seasons, and the, and the event, the Nelson, moving up to Craig Ranch. So stay tuned for that. It's 827 on ticket. That was brought to you by Arcus Golf. Check out ArcusGolf.com, and you can get that Players Prime program, Craig. And Cowboys is in awesome condition right now she everybody should go out there if they can get a tea time you should go play check it out all right up next more with ryan palmer on the ticket all right 8 30 on the ticket good saturday morning to you april 25th you got the tea box craig rosengard i'm rick arnett we're at our avid golfer compound practicing safe distancing and at 8 50 we'll get into what's going on locally because Boy, I tell you, Craig, we haven't had this many questions about what courses are open and what the hell's going on. So we'll give you the latest update that we have. And what's going on around the nation as far as how does Texas rank with the other states as far as how yep. many courses are open. But this segment is brought to you by Union Bear. Our good buddies Tony Smith, Tanner Fleming, uh, Union Bear up in Plano, they're, right near Crest Cars. They're doing beer to go. They are doing beer to go. Get their homemade beef jerky, too, by the way. Yeah. Big hit. And their menu is second to none. So check it out. It's Union Bear. We love those guys, and so if you're hungry, please patronize And United them. Rentals, only because it's one of Ryan Palmer's sponsors. Oh, there you go. Yeah, our, NAS- our NASCAR golfer, <laughs> Ryan Palmer, still on the air with us, PGA Tour. So do you have By a By the limit? way, hold on, before oh. I, I got to tell a funny story. The last time we saw Ryan in person, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know, you don't remember this, Ryan, but we were in the locker room at, during the Byron Nelson. It was the year Jason Duffner won. Duff. And they were in a – he was playing – he was against somebody else who was an SEC player. And the salesmanship club guys were giving you a hard time about uh, Texas A&M going to the SEC and how it's going to be miserable for you. And you sat there with a smirk and you said, you know what, guys? Texas A&M's not going to be that bad this year. You watch. And they all laughed at you. And that was a Johnny Manziel year. So <laughs> – 
I had to give you kudos for that, but I, I, I've never been able to say that to you since then. But Yeah, hang on to that, Yeah, Ryan, hang on to that. Since that time, it was, <laughs> a, that good, but, yeah. it was a high water mark. Yeah, I was, re- I was listening to the ticket. Ticket did a great job on the draft last couple of days, and the, one of the most amazing things I heard was, and I tweeted this or texted to you yesterday, in the first round there were seven players taken from Texas colleges, okay, in the first round. Except none of them were from Texas or Texas A&M. Really? They had two from Tech. Really? Yeah. 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 So, wreck them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Big 12 had a good draft. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Okay, so going forward, we say goodbye to Trinity Forest. Um, did you have an inkling on where it would be moved to? Did you have a hope? Uh, does it matter to you guys? especially since it's local? Uh, I mean, for what I love to play, it did to me. I, I had heard rumblings, and I thought we were close to making a deal going back to Las Colinas. Uh, that was the original plan and hope, for my, for my, and for my opinion. I was really wanting to go back to Las Colinas just because it's definitely a – it's more of a ball starting golf course. But uh, – mm. And then I heard uh, through a few other friends, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, Greg Branch is in the running. I, I thought, okay, you know, it's interesting. Uh, definitely up north, uh, there's a lot more going on up there um, in McKinney, Frisco area. And then, of course, Craig Ranch has a great clubhouse, great locker room, great facility. So, um, and then when it announced, uh, the more I thought about it, I thought, yeah, that could be a, a really good venue. So, uh Excited for Craig Ranch, excited for the cities up north uh, in that area, which is booming. And uh, I think uh, Craig Ranch can put on a pretty good show. Did, did anybody ever ask you, I mean, you're you're one of the best local players. One of the, I mean, when I think about you, I think you got, you know, you represent the area pretty well. Did anybody from any, either um, the Sales Music Club or the PGA Tour, ask your opinion about anything or or was it just rumors and speculation from you for you i a lot of guys on the southern club would ask me we have numerous conversations at breakfast lunch there in the clubhouse uh during the two years of training uh, I, I gave my opinion to the tour the powers of be um because my biggest thing was the yeah, southern club there's a lot of dear close dear friends of mine that are on the in the southern club and i love history of Byron Nelson, the tournament itself, and I was just, it was it was not good, in my opinion. Uh, just from a fan standpoint, what was, I mean, obviously we got stuck with some bad weather for a few years, but it just wasn't coming off like they wanted, and, uh, and I felt bad for those guys at AT&T, uh, obviously, but um, I, felt got, I felt bad for the, for the fellowship club guys, because the money they were losing each year, and the amount of money they weren't able to give to charity, based on what was going on at that tournament at the time. So, uh, But I think um, everybody's excited. I'm hearing. Uh, I'm excited for a, for a change to get up to up north, like I said, at Crane Ranch. But uh, something had to be done. It just, wasn't, it just didn't, didn't work. And, uh, you know, you try things, and this time it didn't work. So uh, I think it'll be better at Craig Ranch. Talking to Ryan Palmer, PGA Tour player, local boy, here on the ticket. So uh, when you look at Craig Ranch, I remember when the Web.com had their tour championships there, and they were they were killing it. I mean, they were 62s, 61s. 
Um, what could the tour, what do you think the tour would do to that course to give it some more teeth? Just grow up that rough a little bit? Yeah, that's the only thing. Uh, I don't know if they could bring the rough in on some holes. Uh, uh, there's definitely some wide fairways, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been out there in a while, to be honest with you, but uh, I think it's some big greens. You could, I don't know if any of the par fives are able to change the par fours. I don't think they would do that. So, uh, but I think if you got the greens running fast, uh, we got a little wind. And it wasn't soft; it was firm. I think you could play decently. I think, yeah, you'll have a you'll have a winner, fifteen to twenty under, probably. But a lot of golf tournaments do, so that wouldn't. I don't think that'll be an issue. So uh, you got two par fives, nine and eighteen, so you could have some exciting finishes. So uh, I, it'll, I just don't. I don't know what they shot back then. So uh, I think we'll have to wait to see that first year, just see what kind of conditions we get: soft, firm. But yeah, just throw the rough up, and that's all you can do with these golf courses these days. And uh, Trying to have tight fairways and a lot of rough. So, let's go. Let's move over to you know the the tour, and let's assume they they are going to resume when they say they are at Colonial. You get to you get to stay in your own house for the Colonial event, but the week after, you'll need to travel. And I think it's Memorials next, maybe. Uh, Hilton Head. Hilton Head, yes. You um. Have you thought about what you're going to do for traveling? I mean, are you? Is it a concern? Is it a concern to your wife? I mean, is, have you have you thought about how that's going to work for you personally at all? Or are you all in, regardless of where you are? Or are you going to be cautious? Uh, I'm all in. I, uh, I'm, I'll be, I'm, I, mean, I think the airplanes won't be that bad. I've heard the numbers dangerous as you as you would think. I guess you could say. Um, I might have to call my buddy Jordan Speed and hit your ride. Yeah. <laughs> when often that happens. <laughs> no, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. But, uh, no, I think if we if we go in June, that means the tour's done their due diligence. They, they're ready. So I have no doubt uh, I won't have too much of an issue. I mean, maybe I get in the car and drive, you know. Who knows? Uh, That's what I was thinking. But, uh, Road trip. Get a Winnebago. Yeah. But I, mean, I plan on taking Jennifer and the kids. Just to get them out of the house, you know, get them a, give them a, them a little freedom now. If we're stuck in the same hotel with all the players, we'll, we'll figure that out. But uh, I've got no issues once they say yes, let's go. Um, I think we'll uh, we'll have a good system in place as far as testing goes, and I won't have any issue heading to Hilton uh, Head at all. Talking to Ryan Palmer, PGA Tour player here on the Tee Box. Are you a stat freak? Do you look at your performance stats online? Yeah, I do. Just keep an eye on it and see if there's things I maybe I want to work on and during the off season. But uh, I, I keep an eye out. Pretty good. So I found this interesting. I went back and looked. So in 2004, you averaged 295.6 on your on your measured drives. That was good for 29th on tour. You've gone up three yards this year and now you're 103rd yeah. I, I mean is it is it just youth or what i mean you're you're still hit the ball pretty good uh, but you're 43 but is it just because these guys are just ridiculous coming out of college or what um that's hard to say why why that i've gained, I've gained three more yards and dropped some stats uh yeah the, uh, i'm not sure uh but yeah the kids today are hitting it further the drivers are going long uh, that's why you've seen all these talk about Dialing back everything, uh, which is not going to happen, I don't think. But uh, 
Ah, it's the, the training kids differently in college. Um, kids are just faster and they're stronger. So, uh, and it depends. I mean, you, you never know. One year you could have a situation where it depends on the you know the weather. But you got golf courses maybe soft one year, they may firm another year. It just depends. Uh, a lot of early golf courses this this year with ball is going pretty good. Uh, Phoenix, um, Maui, I got you know those, those holes counted. Uh, so it just depends on. I don't know. It's so hard to look at that stat and the fairway accuracy. It just, it, you just, I don't really dwell too much. I know. I, you know I how you're playing. The golf course. Yeah, I know I'm playing. I know how far I'm hitting it. So to me, the stats I really look at are mainly maybe my putting a little bit and uh, just kind of around the green, which has not been very good. But uh, I don't really dwell on it too much. Do you? Uh, are you a proponent of throttling back the ball at all? I don't know how they can. Uh, I think just you see our our golf courses when you see the scores that aren't very low um, mm-hmm. and they're tougher. They're old yeah. stock golf courses. They're colonials. They're and they're, they're courses with rough. Uh, it's just these guys are so good today. Uh, guys on tour and they know how to they know how to play the game differently. So, uh, but the dying it back, I don't know what that would entail. It, I think I don't think you need to change anything right now. Um, just if you can do the best you can, making golf courses tougher is all you think you really can't do. So the best defense would just be a better, a more uh, a penal layout than doing anything to the so. golf ball, right? Yeah. I don't think adding thousands of yards is going to make a difference. I mean, courses are being built at seventy-five, eight thousand yards. I mean, that's no fun. I mean, there's people out here that can't play those kind of golf courses, and that's what's driving people away from the game. Mm-hmm. These people think, well, we got to build an eight thousand yard golf course now. Well, no, you don't. It's just as far as tour golf courses, let's make them tougher. That's all we can do. And it depends on so, weather. I mean, you get tough, you get a lot of rain. Courses going to be easier for guys on tour. Mm-hmm. Sure. So let's let's switch uh, topics, and uh, we we need to let you go real soon because you got a game today. Mm-hmm. Um, Their good buddy Conrad Schindler. Oh, is Con- he's playing with Conrad. Yeah, Conrad's in this. All right, so you play more with pros. You play more with your buddies. I mean, which one keeps your? What do you in the last five weeks? What have you done more of? In uh, a little bit of both. Uh, a lot of members at Colonial. Uh, James Edmondson, the guy that for me. We play together a lot at He's Colonial. Um, good, good Wolf game. Uh, of course, I hear Vaquero with Conrad and a couple of guys. Uh, my competition is I got to give these guys so many shots. So. Uh, these rich guys need more and more shots every day. It seems like. So, uh, <laughs> I, uh, that's a, no, it's fun. No, it, it keeps my game sharp. Uh, I'm still able to work on things I work on. I love the game. I love the competition. So uh, I've never. No, I'm not really worried about getting competition against pros. I just as long as I'm out here playing and working on things, I know what, what I need to work on helps me a lot. You ever try, try any crazy things like you only get to use one club on a hole or anything just to – I know it doesn't help your game for the for the actual tour event, but just something crazy that you do from a betting standpoint. Not really. We saw guys yesterday at Colonial, they had three clubs. And mm. I kind of made a comment, we're, we're playing three clubs, where's the pool cart with the cooler? There you go. That would be the only way I'd do that kind of, that kind of game, so – just because I love, so I, I love the work. I love the, yeah, go ahead. I asked this to all the pros. How? What's the least amount of clubs you'd need to shoot par? Oh, geez. That's a, 
Let's see. You want a putter. You need a driver. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. You probably need several. Uh, Todd Hamilton said five. One. I think you'd want a sandwich or something. That's two, three. You could probably get close to five. Five or six. All right. And the back would be a lot lighter. Exactly. This could be a this could be a definite tin cup bet though. See if your rich guys will take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're full they're full bag versus. They have your nothing five. else to gamble on, Ryan. Why don't you take them on this? They're full bag versus my versus my five, then they're definitely not getting yeah. shots. That's what That's I'm right. saying. Yeah, That's straight right. up. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yep. Anyway, Ryan, we'll go, go win some money today. Yeah, but not against Conrad. He's our pal. Yeah, don't fleece him too. Oh bad. yeah. <laughs> I'll take it easy on you today. There you go. <laughs> Ryan Palmer, best of luck. Easy. <laughs> Thanks for popping on today. You're the best. Appreciate it. Best of luck yeah. uh, for the rest of the year. Thank you. Take care. All right. Take, take care. You too. All right. Ryan Palmer, PGA Tour player. He'll be uh, – he was defending champion at the Zurich Classic this week. He that, still will be. He will be, be. next year. For next year. That's right. He'll get a two-year reign. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. All right. 845 on the table. You t- know, he'd be really, really fun, by the way. we got a minute. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd be really fun. When social distancing is over, mm-hmm. we need to have him here. Yeah. Yeah, be good. comrade, too, if we want. And, and they, if they be want, Aggie boy. If they Aggie want to land. spend a, a segment on Aggies, it'd be worth it for the segment after that. Yeah, we'll just eat donuts. We'll just wait. <laughs> Thanks again to him. That was brought to you by the greatness of Rusted Rail out in Crandall. They're I played open. there this week. That's right. For our, we're doing a course review on uh-huh. them this week. And, uh, yeah. Brandon Barber, Eddie Martinez, good guys out there. Brandon's and, wife, Amy, kind of runs the show. Yes, she does. Don't, don't they all? I mean, seriously. Yes, don't they does. all? Yes, and it's do. a good good course to walk. You can actually walk that course. Yes, you can. Nice flat. All the holes are right next to the other. So check that out. Uh, Rusted Rail in Crandall. All right. Up next, what's going on locally? What's open? What's closed? What you should be doing? What you should not be doing? We'll talk about all that next. But first, check but out first. MyAvidGolfer.com, Craig. Yes, you should go to MyAvidGolfer.com because we have every one of our magazines up online. So if you want to, if you, if you don't know what to read, you don't want to read about coronavirus anymore. It's like it's getting you down. Mm-hmm. You can read our current issue. You about the coronavirus. La- you can you <laughs> could read last month's issue. Yes. You yeah. could read. Get this. So I looked for the last two months on that. I looked back. So last month we did our best of private clubs, mm-hmm. right, in yeah. March. Yeah. And we've had almost 3,000 people read it this month. Forget about who read it last month. Mm-hmm. We had almost 3,000 people read it this month. And we had almost 2,000 people read last year's issue. Wow. Just to compare. Compare, yeah. See if we're so super honest and you legit. You can go do that. You can go read whatever you want. You can go look at all your car reviews. You can mm-hmm. look at my letters and you know my wheels off life and um, all sorts of cool stuff. Everything. And, and if you go to the ads, when you see the ads and you click on it, it goes right to our client's website. So if you like what we're doing, please uh, patronize our clients because they've yeah. been sticking with us. And you can go to Mike Brosen's Crest Cars. Yes, you can. You can have Mike Brosen's. <laughs> Mike Brosen in capital letters. <laughs> Chris Cars Chris Cars small. There you go. So check it out. We have that. We have Ideal Golfer on there. We have uh, the way, CBD gum. Ideal Golfer. Yes, we do have CBD gum. By the way, it was a tough week last week. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're starting if you're looking for some if you have stress in your life right now, stick a piece of that gum in you because I or I a chew, couple. I chewed a bunch of it yesterday <laughs> and all was fine with the world. Just like go Popeye to, with spinach. Go to play with CBD gum. <laughs> 
youtube.com or it's on our you can hit the link it's, it's awesome for 20 bucks you can go do that but also look at our uh look at our studio right now it's filled with stuff yeah let's go up next week monday Always a good deal. I I just fleeced the titles. Nice. I'm just saying. Love fleecing titles. So that's your benefit, the listener. To check it all out, it's myavidgolfer.com. All right, 8.52 on the ticket. Key box in our safe, hermetically sealed office. Las Colinas, Avid Golfer Magazine. I'm Rick Garnett, Craig Rosengarden. We have Kern out here engineering back at the station. Jay King, Russell Scott. Thanks. Big thanks to Ryan Palmer sticking on with us for two segments. Good stuff. He'll be the reigning champion of the Zurich Classic for two years. Get to put that on his mantle. And then uh, he and Conrad Schindler are going to go try and fleece each other today. Or whoever they're playing with. That's true. That is true. Uh, let's see. At 9-10. You know, I would bet, by the way, there are certain people that would say, you know what, for the opportunity to play with two two professional golfers like those two, I'd be willing to get fleeced. <laughs> I guess it's all relative, too, right? right? Mm-hmm. I get to play Ryan Palmer. Some people pay twelve grand. To I get do to it lose in a- money to Ryan Palmer. Yes, some people play, pay twelve grand to be in a pro-am. Yeah, be cheaper. So, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not the friends you play with. <laughs> hey, this is brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. We should be up and running late-ish May, hopefully. May 9th Ooh. is scheduled. Okay. Cross fingers on that. We'll one. see what the governor says on Monday, but uh, we're planning all systems go. So, okay. Nine ten. We have some things happening that in the world of coronavirus. And I had a Larry David moment yesterday walking my dog. Uh oh. So we'll talk about that then. But right now, the local golf community is doing pretty well. With one caveat. So they're all slammed. All the courses that are open are slammed. Uh, they're still, in fact, a grapevine yesterday. They might be open by next week. They're slowly thinking about that. Fire. The city of uh, Garland still closed, right? Firewheel? Firewheel's closed. Eulis is closed. The Texas Star. The city courses are closed. The Dallas. Um you know, and then and then you you have the the situation where it's very confusing. The situation over in Denton County, which is bigger than you think. I mean, it includes Flower Mound, includes Carrollton, includes Louisville. That all. So it's Trophy things. Club. I mean, anything north of one fourteen. Yeah, yeah. And that county judge has basically said it's walking only, or, um, which, again, this one's, you can have your own cart. You can rent one, but it has to be yes. It ha- but you have to have your you, the the club cannot take the carts and then clean them and then give it to somebody else. So you can have your own cart. Yep. So some people in the neighborhoods live and have their own carts. Especially the residential communities, uh, Heritage Ranch and Robson. A lot yeah. of them have their own carts. Yeah. That are public. And, or you can go to the club and say, "Hey, we rent me one of your club your, your carts and that's mine for the duration." Mm-hmm. And some of them have done that. And most of them, you know, I know one private club, they lost some members because they had 40-some carts, and they rented them to the first 40 people who said okay. Wow. And all the other members don't have a cart now, and just, there's no houses around this club. So, yeah. <laughs> kind of. You pay that kind of money. If sure. You, you know, and, they, and you can't walk because you have an injury or some sort. I talked to a member here the other day uh, uh, that uh, Preston Trail just reopened. Yeah. 
just. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I don't that. think they'd have the manpower to be able to. I mean, those guys probably. Oh, is it walking only? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. I'm curious why they would. Again, another that. walking course. All old school layouts. Yeah. You can do that. So you you have. For the most part, they're open. If you're willing to walk, you have plenty of places to open. I, I have a little group of guys that um, – I have my regular foursome, mm-hmm. and then I have a group that's a little bit bigger. And they've been dying to play because our course is closed, um, and they can't find a tee time. When yep. they want to – Tuesday, they're saying, hey, you guys want to play Friday. Couldn't find anywhere where they where it was not walking. Mm-hmm. So And they're, and they're, short, um, they're shortening – the amount of tea time. So if they're going 12 to 15 minutes, we have to for two reasons: one, for social distancing, mm-hmm. and two, because everybody gets their own cart. They run out. They run out. So there's only a certain amount of golf they can do, right? And they're and they're. I want to say it's it. about 120 round. If you have a full tee sheet under these conditions, about 120 rounds a day. Normally they could do in the 220s, something yeah, like that. All they can do geez, if on a Saturday, they can do three during daylight savings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Here's the other thing too. Understand this: if you're if you haven't played yet, you're going to go out and play. And I've had you know people are ready and stuff. Understand this: it ain't like playing golf five weeks ago. You are going to be in your own cart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, unless you we, live with that person. Yes, obviously, you know that you know can't pull the flags out. Flags stay, and there's going to be no rakes in the bunkers. And um, but some courses have cart girls, or cart professionals. And some courses do not. There are some places where you can't even get a bottle of water. Yeah, that's tough. So Especially bring your own. Warmer, yeah. And I don't think there's a course that's going to be upset with me no. telling you that. No. Because you just don't know. Or ask. And they, Look, took out, they took out the water coolers, too. There's no water coolers. <laughs> when we went to Rusted Rail to uh, do the course mm-hmm. review, um, Eli always brings his Yeti. Right. He usually fills it up with water during the course. He sure no, it's water. He had nowhere to fill up. And uh, it was hot that day. He was he was uh, wilting by the end. Camel played well, for though. an oasis. He did play well. Um, so understand that it's hard to find tees. It's hard to find ball markers. They're not it's laying them out find, anymore. They're not laying them out. Shop. Can't go on the ball markers, towels. If you're going to a place that usually has a towel, they ain't giving you a towel. Uh, not for the most, like Cowboys gives you a hermetically sealed little pack. Pouch. Okay. Yeah. It comes with a towel. Comes with tees. Comes with a score like card. Something you'd and a find pencil. in a in a tournament a goodie bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and it's wrapped and it's sealed. Okay, but you're paying you're paying Cowboys money to mm-hmm. do that, and it's worth it. Sure. Um, but and they have somebody on the first tee as kind of a to go person giving you stuff, and the halfway house they can't be in the halfway house, but they've got a grill next door to giving to go food, and sure. I'm doing the quote unquote. So. Cowboys are fine, but for the most part, most of them, it's hit or miss. And it really depends where you are, what city says a car girl's okay, a car girl's not okay. So just make sure you go prepared. Um, I, probably can't find any golf balls. Yes or probably no? Probably not on site. Yes. So make sure you have your own – make sure you're you're prepared. I, I've been thinking about that when we're thinking about ideal golfer, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do you want? What you tell, you know – yeah, right now the courses are packed. I mean, we're there to fill holes. There are no yeah. holes right now, so yeah. we have to. But I'm thinking, sidestep. what do you need to go play? Mm-hmm. Well, you need balls, you need gloves, you need ball markers. I'm not going to put ball markers up on ideal, but <laughs> something. I mean, it's so, and and everybody's itching for something new, right? So, um, it, it, it's different. It's just different. I wonder Very how, different. I wonder 
what what courses have learned? If there's has there been anything you think is going to carry over once once this uh, pandemic ends and and it's and it's full bore, you get a card. Anybody could do this. I you know, if there's funny, anything they saw, they went. Hmm. It's funny you say that. Um, I don't think I've played a, a round of golf in over four hours and fifteen minutes. So in the, with the social distancing and the right. tee times, and some of the and some of the golf course operators have said to me, you know what, I may stick with this. You know, they say I'm not going to do 15 minutes, but maybe I'll go 10, 12 minutes between tee times. They say that today. What's the norm? Eight, eight to ten, seven, eight. Yeah, they say that today. Mm-hmm. But when they're ready to make money, mm-hmm. we'll see how long that stays, right? And I and I believe that that when they think about that, it's going to change. And I I do, you know, we're all here. We're all in business to make money. Yes. And right now, you're doing what you can just to stay in business. They're very. Golf courses are very fortunate right now. Everybody who we talk to, and you and I have talked to a lot of people, are thanking their lucky stars, right? Yeah. Hey, we get to be open. Could there's, be a restaurant. There's, there's states that have not allowed them to be open. There's states that are you know, – <laughs> Arizona has basically mandated that you should go play golf. I noticed that. Our counterpart for Ideal Golfer in Phoenix doesn't have a problem putting up deals. No, not at all. Me, on the other hand, this is the, this is the biggest drought in the history of ever because, again, we're in this to help out the course. I think in 10 years – I always, I always, for open or peel back the the curtain. Ideal golfer to me is like getting a product up on the shelves at Walmart. Okay, right. You you can if we we you can jump up and down and say I got my product up on on the shelf at Walmart. Great. Now it's got to sell, mm-hmm. and you have no idea whether how are people going to. You kind of have an idea. You know what? If it's this, you know, we do the same thing, right? We put a we put a, a golf course up for a rate. Mm-hmm. On ideal, and sometimes it kills. When we do cowboys at eighty nine dollars, mm-hmm. we'll sell two thousand of them like right. it's nothing. We sell Tangeridge at twenty twenty nine twenty nine with we'll, a meal. We'll sell fourteen hundred of them like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you put something else up that. I remember when we first started, uh, we put um, it wasn't called uh, Waters Creek back then. It was called uh, Chase Oaks. Chase Oaks, Oaks. Uh-huh. Chase Oaks and. Good in uh, Allen or, or Plano, whatever it is, and uh, didn't hit, d- didn't do very well. Next month, we put it up with a hot dog. Power of the hot dog. And we killed it. We sold out. So that that product on the shelf of Walmart didn't sell the first time. We enhanced it a little bit, and it sold. And I, in 10 years, it, coming in November will be 10 full years we, we've been yep. ideal golfer. Oh, I think you missed, you do two deals a week, mm-hmm. Monday and Thursday. Yep. I think you missed two times. That you didn't have a deal up in ten years. I was going to say one, but I'll take two. Two I, times in ten years, you didn't have a deal up on a Monday or a Thursday, and <laughs> and all of April it's this just, year. Yeah, I mean, I can't <laughs> I say that Sugar Tree's up right now. It's yeah, a really good deal. Sugar Tree and and uh, Texas Golf Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it's been a little bit different for us, um, and you know, it'll it'll be back. Here's one, of the, here's one of the issues, and this is not to peel back here. This is just life, right? So the golf courses are open, but a lot of them are doing walking only. So our typical deal is you got to be at least 50% discount to be yeah. posted, right? All of a sudden, you take out a cart fee, and it's walking only. It's already cheap. Yeah. And, and just discount that, you and, might as well be the, paying us. The other thing, too, is, is that we've had some people who have been wanting to do deals. like, I don't know if I'll be able to stay open. Mm-hmm. We've had the sheriff come by twice. This yes, week. Just we to don't make know. Sure they're practicing so social distancing. let's give it some time. Let's figure it out. And you know, we, you know, we're doing 
just a you know full disclosure i've got uh a bunch of scotty cameron putters nice that i stole i literally, literally stole them Pup, should you be mentioning that <laughs> i gave them a little something for the effort so um but i've got i've got 30 of them mm-hmm. that's all i've got right i've got 30 titleist stand bags that are i mean we're going to sell them uh this week for half off and then i made these shirts yep Starting going balls, and uh, I'm just going to sell them at cost, just so we have something up. So, you P ones, you want a really cool shirt with the T box logo on it? One thing we'll I want to this week too. One thing I like to impress though is the golf courses that are open. It's all they're all on probation. It's not their fault. It's the commissioners. It's the judges. It's whoever puts down these edicts. So, and as well, they should be. Yeah. By the way, well, I'm saying this: the courses could be do everything right. Let's say uh, this. This was a, a perfect example. One of the golf courses we work with, GM tells me that um, one guy will go out on a cart, one guy will walk. By the third hole, they're both on the cart, and, <laughs> and they'll get found out, right? Yeah. So their excuse is, uh, they have, first thing they'll ask, do you guys live together? Are you two live, whatever. Do you two live together? And they say, no. And they say, well, then you have to be in separate carts. And their excuse was, but we drove in together. I mean, it's just, we, um, it's just common sense. We, uh, I, I will tell you that I've played golf a couple times with my son, mm-hmm. who, you know, and we could have ridden together, and I didn't because of the optics. Not only that, care. if you get caught and you get thrown no, off the No, I course. mean, he lives with me now. I mean, right. he's living in my – and so it had been fine because we mm-hmm. – just the optics of two people in a cart, I just said, you know what? Get your own cart, buddy. Yeah. Seriously. It's- you know, it's there is an issue with uh, well because we're in the business we have to we should we should lead by some kind of example look, right I'll, I'll, can't I'll, be too hypocritical I'll tell you, uh, I mean I talked to Daryl Crawl and Daryl Crawl is the COO of the PGA of America okay and um, I talked to him about um, Andy Eves who's the county judge for Denton basically said. Golf courses are closed and they stay closed. Even though Collin County was open, Dallas County was open, Tarrant County was open. Right. And Big disconnect there, <clears throat> by the way. County Judge Eves, I don't know what the Judge Eves, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, he kind of came out and wrote a letter and said, look, golf should be closed. I've talked to Daryl Crawl. I've talked to Mark Harrison, and they have agreed that we should be closed. Well, I called up Daryl, and Daryl just said, Craig, do you really think I would have told them that golf courses should have been closed? I mean, am I going to go in there and call by the county judge a, a liar or, or, you know, tell him to dispel the fact that I said that? He says, I didn't say that. It's, not, it's the optics, right? And it's I know Daryl wouldn't do that. Daryl's right. here to promote the game. Mark's here to promote the game. We're all here to promote the game. Golf can be played in a very safe manner right now. Maybe more than most. Yes. Right? And it's safer than going to a grocery store. Yep. You've said that a couple times. Mm-hmm. And and but it's the optics. You don't want the optics to be bad. And um that's why I well, would ride the, with my son in a cart. I just You, you don't want the powers to be to take away our toys because we weren't adult enough to use them correctly. Yes. And by the way, I give Daryl credit. Somebody would have referenced my name in a letter like that. And kind of tarnished me a little bit by saying, really? You're telling me I promote the game. That's what I do. And all of a sudden you're telling me, no. Hell, we're promoting the game and it's hurting us, right? Right. Because we can't put a deal up on Ideal Golfer as a golfer and it's hurting us. But I'm still here to promote the game. Yeah. I would have lit into that guy. I would have just, really? You used my name in that letter and didn't even ask me? Shame on you. And I would have just. 
blasted him. So well, kudos to the man. professionalism of <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> Luckily it wasn't you. Yep. <laughs> All right, 907 on the ticket. T-Box doing a virtual remote for Crest Cars up in Frisco. You can get an XT4, a brand new 2020, for a mere $299 a month. You can get an Escalade for $699 a month. If you want a 2019 Escalade, you can get up to $21,000 off that I card. bet you won't need and even make a payment. What did I just say? I don't know. <laughs> And on the Infinity side, you can get 0% financing for 72 months. 72 months. That, that's almost free money. It's six years. It is. It is. Good. It is free it back. Money. It's not totally free. You still got to pay it back. But well, it's interest-free. Yeah, but it is interest-free. So yeah. check it out. It's CrestCars.com. Don't forget to tell them that you want to uh, buy something from Mike Brosens. Crest Cars <laughs> up in Frisco. All right, up next, we're talking about COVID and how we're dealing with life and all that. I had a Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm moment yesterday Uh-oh. while walking the dog, and I need P1 feedback next on the Uh-oh. ticket. 13 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the T-Box. If you're streaming us, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll bet the, the ticket is maybe the most streamed radio station in the world now. It used to be right behind the BBC. I'm seeing ratings for this month. I wonder how we're doing. Uh, I should get those on Monday. I put it put in the request. Use the Sports Day app if you like. I think it's all on, also on iHeartRadio. You can go to the ticket website. Use that. Uh, 9.30, we'll have on Byron Nelson Tournament Director John Drago. And we'll try and get the inside skinny on how the decisions were made to not only move from Trinity Forest, but then... You know, the the um, hmm. the odds on favor was going to be lost, uh, was be the four seasons, right? That's what I right. thought. So I'm going to tell you a funny story about him. we got a minute right now, right? Okay. You, are you going to have the whole segment for your last No, game? I just need to uh, do the weather real quick. So Because the, the weather is sponsored by Crest Cars. Mike Brosen's Crest Cars. Yes, in Frisco. In, <laughs> and in Plano, Crest Volvo, Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac. There, You can get a... a 2019 brand new Escalade for $21,000 off. If you want to buy an Infinity, you can get 0% financing for 72 months. That is as good as gold. And I think they are open now. It's not even virtual. It's You can go down there, stop in. I think they've lifted the uh, the embargoes on the, on the car dealers around the Metroplex, so that's good. Uh, today is going to be 77, and then it's going to be in the 80s all next week, just a hint of rain on Tuesday. That's it. All right. So Pleasure it is. Golf. The courses are continue being packed. All right, your story, then we'll get into my Curb Your Enthusiasm so, moment. <clears throat> we're going to have John Drago on because mm-hmm. it's big news about the Nelson movie and everything, right, yeah. and all this. And he's a good friend. Yeah. he's We've used him for rules because he's a rules official. Absolutely. I was calling for whatever. Mm-hmm. So yesterday he texts me this. Anything specific you want me to prep for? <laughs> Well, it's good for him. Well, Seriously? He know, yeah, because he doesn't know what questions we're going to ask him. Seriously? So I just I wrote him, um, want to talk about flight patterns of the North American condor and how global warming is affecting their timing. Him? Seriously? You know what? He'd I come I, back. He said, I prefer to call it climate change, which is funny. but I applaud him. Seriously? I applaud him because you, don't know, for? you don't know. Yeah, let's talk about colonial. You don't know about the itinerary <laughs> of, of the host. You don't know which way they're going. So I'm. He's prepared. That's why I like to put him on. He doesn't wing it like we do. All right, so we'll talk to John Drago at 9.30, then at uh, 9.50. This whole 
Tiger and Phil bit that the match is supposed to be coming up in May. I might take I may take that segment off. No, you can't because I have a I think I have the perfect um, format for it that would okay. make me want to tune in. All right, so look forward to that. All right, so this week has been week five. Week five. Social distancing. It's, it's gone by really fast. No, for some of us. For some of us. It's... I think it has. I mean, what, what's going by slow is how it's affecting our business. Yes. Day-to-day operations, it's the most frustrating part I've ever had in business. In sales. I've been in sales a long time. And there's always been a product to sell. And it's tough when you're trying to manufacture something. But, you know, we have the, – the reason we've survived is we have long, uh, long-term relationships with our clients. Yeah. And you can't be <clears> – And we give – we also give value to the customer and we give value to the golf course. Yeah. But what, so, I, but what I was going to get to is we don't want to be short-sighted. We don't want to try and make everything up in one fell swoop because, because of these long-term relationships. Yes. We want to say, okay, we understand. We understand, and we're also still promoting the game. Yeah. While we're on this week, we want to promote the game, even though it ain't helping us. It's what we do. Yeah, because we're benevolent like that, right? So No, we're long-term thinkers. Yes, or stinkers. Um, so a couple things I've seen this week. Uh, Colleyville, I live, live, I live in Grapevine, Colleyville area. They're supposedly reopening. They did yesterday. And their restaurants are packed. They are. Which the amazes patios me. only. Okay, that still amazes me. Patty is only. I understand people want to get out and everything. I don't understand them starting to allow gyms to be open. I still haven't figured that one out yet. I thought All it was the really interesting in Georgia. They were they were opening up. He's opening up Monday. He's opening uh-huh. up tattoos parlors, hair salons, hair salons, and bowling alleys. <laughs> bowling alleys. And everybody was crazy about the bowling alleys. I was like, seriously? You go from one indoors to another Tattoo parlors are okay? Yeah. I'm serious. You know what? <laughs> it all depends on what you've been going without. I mean, if you like to bowl, yeah, I can see that being a problem. If you if you like getting your hair cut or whatever, that could be a problem, especially with – I wonder how the women are doing on Zoom when they're doing their conference calls and they haven't been able to color their hair for a while. I wonder how that's working out. I told my I told my wife, I said, you know, maybe another week or two, we, we could start having some people over on our patio. They can walk from the in- outside. And yeah, just, we just hop the fence. And she said, not until I get my hair done, my nails done, my toes done, nobody's seeing me. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. By the <laughs> I way, get how, it. How's the, how's the shave head response been the last couple of weeks? I like it. None of my hats fit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it makes a difference. I like it. it. And, I, and it's the easiest damn thing to do. I do it about twice a week. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. All right. And I've had a lot of people tell me I have the right shaped head for it. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And you don't know until you know. To, yeah. To you un- unveil, yeah. I guess, so to speak. Uh, how about some uh, music back there, Jay? Because a couple things happened this week, and it's kind of a curb moment. And we Uh-oh. both love that show, right? So I've said ad nauseum, we talked about it earlier today, that I think grocery stores are much riskier to go to than golf courses. It's mm-hmm. not even close. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the only place that I've seen so far in public on a continual basis where people lose their minds. They go in there and they just turn it off. They turn off their brain. And so a couple of the grocery stores I could do, where I live, there might, I think there's five grocery stores within two miles. You, you wear a mask? I do. Okay. I do wear a you mask. You wear a mask, Kern? Yes, when I go to the grocery store. Yeah. Jay, yeah, you wear a mask? Yes, I do. Anytime I leave the house. Okay. Russell? Yes, I do. 
Okay, good. I have never put a mask on yet. That's yet. sad. Yet. Yet. Well, that, that doesn't preclude you from doing my, the right I'm thing. I'm in my car. No, I'm in my car. I, I mean, it was supposed to be a mandate starting Monday. Um, last Monday. Yeah. And so I got masks to put in my car. I haven't been in anywhere this week. You haven't been in a grocery store or anything? No. Because didn't you tell me that our local convenience store down, uh, you have to wear a mask to get in? At 7-Eleven, yeah. Eli tried to get in. He came in to you think know, it's smart. magazine. You know what? Who, who Does it really help or hurt? I don't know. I think what it does, it gives people some peace of mind. Because if I'm walking down an aisle and I'm wearing a mask and some other guy isn't, I'm thinking, you know, everybody judges everybody. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether I'm being too... too uh, um, nervous or he's being too too uh, cavalier about the whole thing it's bad but as soon as i get back in the in the car i take it off the, the funniest part was when I, I think i told you this when i was trying to find cornstarch one day and the, and the nice kid at the grocery store wearing a mask takes me down an aisle and he goes oh i guess we've run out but when he was telling me they run out he took down his mask so he could talk to me thinking i wouldn't be able to hear him through the mask i said time out i don't care what you do but this is the again bad look right it's an involuntary reaction putting, for some people. Yeah, and what they're doing now is they're putting in arrows, directional arrows in, in uh, grocery store aisles. Mm-hmm. Nobody's paying attention to those. Really? Except me. So I go down the aisle, and I'll, there'll even be times like, oh, crap, I got to go. It's like a one-way street, right? So I go, have to go down the next aisle to go back the other aisle. And what I'm finding out the, is it's these shootouts at the OK Corral because I'm going down the right way. The other person's going to, up the wrong way, and we both stare at each other. And see who's going to blink first and move. And it's usually me. I'm the one that's in right away. So for some reason, I don't get it. I, the grocery store uh, personnel aren't wearing masks and they're handling the fruit. I, I just There's a big disconnect in grocery stores. I get it. Not all. Okay. I, go, I go to one. It's a, a Hispanic one called El Rancho. Uh-huh. And every employee has a face shield. I've seen those face shields. See, it's like a what, motorcycle helmet without mm-hmm. the helmet. Yeah, I wonder what yeah. works better. I don't know. Because there's still air coming from the side. You yeah, know, but it ain't, it, it, it's the projection, right? The splatter guard. The, yeah, there's no projection. I don't know. Okay, so here's my curb moment, though. And I just, you know what? I turn off my brain. I just don't get mad at anybody. I just say, whatever people are going to be, they're going to be. I'm just going to do my thing the right way, and I that eases my conscience. But since I've been home, uh, normally when I'm at the office, I'll... I set the timer on my on my uh, phone. Every so often, I have to get up and I have to go for a walk. I don't like sitting down in an office all day. So I'll walk around this whole block and, and then come back, and it takes, you know, five, ten minutes tops. It just gives me some fresh air and yeah. everything. But then I start getting hooked on this, on how many steps I'm taking in a day. <laughs> it's funny you say it. My dog's 14. Mm-hmm. He started to revolt. Yeah, well, it's also getting a lot hotter. Yeah. So the best thing to do is take your dog in the morning. Like I'll, yeah. I, and since I can't go to the gym now at five anymore, I take her for a walk, and it's like in the fifties. So it's nice yeah. and crisp, right? You wear a sweatshirt. So I've been averaging about sixteen thousand steps a day, which is about seven eight miles. Good for you. Well, I take the dog in the morning, take the dog at night. I go in the midday, so I don't have to stop for every pee and <laughs> and poop, right? Which comes to my point. So I'm one. I'm very diligent about bringing poop bags with me. Yeah. Either for the dog or for me. One of the two. <laughs> I haven't figured out at my advanced age. So I'm, I do the same thing. Okay. So I always bring two because sometimes my dog will surprise me and she'll come up with a double header. And I, you know, so, but one time, and I, and I try and time these when it's trash day. 
because everybody puts out their trash cans. Yeah. So, because one thing I feel kind of weird about, if I'm walking like three, four miles at a time, um, I don't want to carry this bag of poop with me everywhere. It just, it doesn't seem right. So if I see a trash can there waiting to be picked up or whatever, <clears throat> I drop it in. Well, one neighbor noticed that and kind of got up on my grill a little bit. Really? And said, why would you do that? I said, well, it's trash. Well, why are you putting it in my trash can? I said, well, no offense, but it's there. It's going to be taken Is away it anyway. A trash can. I mean, are you eating bag? out of this or what? That's a trash can. Mm. And I zip it up, you know, put it all in there. So I said, it's just part of my bit. You know, I don't like carrying this thing for three, four miles. You know, it's just another, you know, carrying poop and as long, you know, it's kind of weird. And I said, so what's your issue? Because I'll do the right thing, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the next person's trash can. How about that? And uh, he goes, I just thought it was, it's, it's kind of an invasion of privacy. Huh. Huh? I said, explain. And he goes, well, the trash can is my property. I don't know what you're putting in it. I said, do you have dogs? He goes, yeah. Do you pick up their poop? Yeah. Where do you put it? Trash can. I'm just adding to the mix. They're all canines. They're all dogs. I'm not lacing it with anything that's going to be biohazardous or anything, as far as I know. <laughs> and uh, But if you don't want that, that's fine. Because And he goes, well, I just would appreciate it if you did. I don't know why it wigs me out, but it does. I said, okay, fine. There's a million other trash cans down the street until they, until they catch me as well. But I don't know if I'm doing the right thing or not now. I don't know what I care. Now, what I'll, I'll tell you what I care about. Is how many poops I see on the on people's grasses that their dog owners don't pick up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're fine. So here's what I would tell you. Either add on add Marnette Rick or add Avid Golfer ninety eight. If it were a trash bag, uh huh. Feel free to put it in. But if it, if <clears throat> what do you mean a trash bag? Like we don't we're like in my neighborhood we're not allowed to have trash cans. Okay. So we have to do it in in big bags. You know, okay, but don't you tie bag. them up? You can still slip in a, a poop bag. Oh, you do that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because now you're gonna be ostracized too in your neighborhood. Why? Because you're you can slip it into. The, the we have little places to throw poop. <laughs> Literally? Mm-hmm. Like, like monkeys? With, no, like yeah, trash no, cans. No, little trash cans. <laughs> a little trash cans because we have. But, really? Yeah. My, con- my condo complex has that. Yeah. Thing. I don't have that. <clears throat> and um, and so we I just I wait. What I'll even do, no matter where I am, all right, we're turning around and walking to the trash can. Mm-hmm. That's what I do, too. Trash can. But if, it, if you were putting it in my trash bag, I'd be fine. If you're putting it in my in my trash can that I'm pulling back to my house, yeah, putting it in my garage, yeah, I kind of don't want you to put your stuff in my in my. Even though it's can. enclosed, I've hermetically sealed it I in a bag. It smells. Hmm. I don't want it. All right. I don't want my, my can. I don't want it in my trash can. Trash bag, yeah. That's going. Hmm. Interesting. Never would have thought of that. Yeah. Okay. By the way, my father, talking about a quick story. Mm. My father just texted me. <clears throat> Hope the hell you do wear a mask. Lesson learned by not wearing shoulder pads, remember? Oh, you heard your shoulder playing lacrosse or whatever? I was playing lacrosse at Georgia, and we had a scrimmage before the season started against the Division Three team. And I was, we, it was in, it was Emory, so it was in, in Atlanta. I was like, <laughs> It's Emory. I ain't bringing my shoulder pads. Right. Sure enough, the second string goalie gives me a buddy pass, and I'm waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. Boom. Guy just, as soon as I catch it, just slams me. 
and uh, separates my shoulder. It was never the same. I, By the way, that guy is now my brother-in-law. Oh, there you go. What? And he's an orthopedic surgeon. Perfect. And he never fixed my damn shoulder. Hmm. Well, foot and ankle guy. I still think. I still think. It, when in doubt, I would probably wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, just to be. If anything else, just to make other people feel good. It's optics. We yeah. were talking about optics. Which is why I put them in my car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, look, I. We'll stop now. I'm not going to go into my thoughts and stuff, and we'll just. Why not? Isn't this whole show based upon opinion? And no. Interesting. <laughs> All right. I, I, we're trying a new tact. <laughs> Set the bit. <laughs> I'm no expert on coronavirus. I'm not. Nobody ep- is. I'm not an epidemiologist. Nobody or is. Whatever. Everybody's flying by the so seat of their pants. If, uh, nobody wants to hear my opinions on the virus and what we can do and can't do because I'm not. I, I'm no expert. I shouldn't. Whatever I am, I'm, I'm full of crap. Mark. Mark. Nine twenty nine on Sports Radio thirteen ten ninety six seven. The ticket. T box doing a special. Crest Don't Cars. You dare laugh at Mike me. Mike Broson, <clears throat> CrestCars.com, and up in Frisco. And also, the golf clubs at the Tribute, they have reopened. Yeah. The Tribute and Old American. And they're out there one bit. They're going to share a clubhouse. Yeah. That, I think it's genius. So check those boys out at Tribute up in the Colony. Home of the LPGA event, the, mm-hmm. the Veritex. No, that would be the Corn Ferry. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, which the Volunteers of America? Yes, I believe so. Very good. Or something Began like that. Began with a V. <laughs> I thought it was very no, All right, whatever. up next, speaking of tournaments, we're going to talk to tournament director of the Nelson, John Drago, on the ticket. But before that, it's myavidgolfer.com, Craig. Again. Again. Next, uh, blah, 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 blah. Talking about it again, we have product to sell at drastically reduced prices. I think one of those looks like a golf bag. There's 30 of those titles, stand ba- uh, cart bag, sandbags, standbags. Yeah, they're standbags. Stand, not sand. Stand. 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 Yeah, I'm just yeah. making sure the yeah. listener heard that. And we have Scotty Camera Putters. Here's the deal. They're going to be a really good deal, and I found eight of them that don't have head covers. You want a really good deal on a Scotty Cameron Putter? You're okay with going to buy a Dr. Pepper head cover somewhere else, or which my son does. How much does a head cover save you from that? You have 25 bucks. Wow. Five bucks for a head cover. Yeah, it's a good deal. So we'll have we'll have those up next week on Ideal Golfer. Um, they're really good putters. You can, I mean, they're Scotty Camerons. They're three hundred some dollars. We're gonna have them for under under two hundred, well under two hundred. Um, the stand bags are gonna be well under. They're two twenty nine retail. They're gonna be well under two hundred. I would hope uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be much of a deal. Two twenty nine. That's what their retail are. I know, but you said what? You said under two hundred. Well, yeah, that would yeah, be well twenty nine dollars. Okay, well good. And don't forget to watch out for Ideal because sooner or later we're going to have deals back up again. Yep. Courses are going to need us for marketing. So. And by the way, I I am remiss because it saved me all week because I we had a stressful week this mm-hmm. week and I I chewed the hell out of CBD gum this week and it kept me upright and nice. that's just my own personal site of uh, what CBD does for me but if you go to playwithcbd.com and you, we have bottles of either uh, cinnamon or, or mint I've been mm-hmm. hooked on the mint and I'm going to tell you one piece put you in Nirvana land it does man it really really does so nice and I see Craig under stress this week so if that's working that's good stuff yeah check it all out it's myavidgolfer.com John Drago up next 9.35 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the T-Box. If you're just waking up, 
It is April 25th. Craig Rosengarten, I'm Rick Arnett. We have Kern out of your engineering back at the station. Jay King, Russell Scott doing tickers. We'll be on till 10.25 today. An elongated tee box because we're taking you right up to the NFL draft rounds four through God knows what, seven. 10.10, we'll probably be doing our uh, e-break of the week. Yeah, explain our e-break, <clears throat> do a little bit of that, and something that I'm doing for the first time ever on Monday. Hey, now. Yeah, 63 years old, first time I've ever will be have done this. Uh, don't forget Crest Cars up in Frisco, because this is a virtual remote today. They have 0% financing, 72 months on an Infinity, and greatly reduced prices on their Cadillac line right next door. So check it out at Mike Brosen's CrestCars.com up in Frisco. Uh, Tiger. Versus Phil plus ugh. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning at eight at nine fifty. I have a thought about their format, but without further ado, uh, we had Ryan Palmer on earlier from the PGA Tour. Good to have him on, and now we have one of our good buddies, tournament director of the Byron Nelson Championship. That would be one John Drago. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? We're doing peachy. We're getting full of kolaches and donuts, so we've our breakfast is in well in order, and uh, we're ready to move on. Um, so last year, let's go back to last year real quick. What were the chances before the Nelson at Trinity Forest last year? Somebody said to you, "Lay me some odds on next year. It's going to be either the Four Seasons or Craig Ranch." Did you have any inkling, any idea that would have happened? Before the 2019 tournament last May? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yes, sir. Yeah, no, no, none at all. You know, our our position was to, you know, to, to keep going for as long as we possibly could. We were focused on 2019 at the time, and quite frankly, about this time last year, we were just watching it rain a lot and uh, and working on, on how we were going to conduct the 2019 tournament at that time. But no, there was, there was no thought that uh, – that I had anyway that w- that any changes would be made. Yeah, plus you were under contract, so sure it, it probably would have been an inactive, hard act to get out of a contract at that point. So you were probably thinking, all right, this is where we are for the duration. Yeah. <clears throat> any surprises along the way? I mean, something that because you can kind of see how the flow of things go, right? You know, you pre- you prepare. It's like I love watching law shows, legal shows, because the lawyers already know the the answer to the question before they ask it when you're f- seeing this process then you're going out to bid then you it's not going to be a trend anymore it's either going to be oh, man, back up for one minute okay. when did you know because we we look salvation club's a big 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 organization yes. and we hear rumors i mean we're kind of tied in and we heard things when did you know all right i better start look looking for another place well i mean you and i've had this conversation before craig you know that um, and even as it relates to the restart right now, you know, there's, there's always rumors out there and, and very few of them are based in very few of them are based in all the facts. Some of them <laughs> have some of the facts, but yeah, clearly there was, there was discussion, rumors, whatever you want to call it, um, out there. But, but no, we didn't, I, I personally didn't start thinking about what the next site might be until really close to the announcement that, you know, everybody heard um, when it became, when it became inevitable internally that, that that was going to be the decision by the tour. And once that happened, then we, we kind of got into gear pretty quick. So, so this was, so, a I mean, tour- we had, you know, we had, we had full plans going as it relates to the tournament being at Trinity forest in May at the time. 
So this was a, a complete tour decision. Yes, the tour is, you know, the tour, what people don't understand, I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, the tour makes the decision of where the where tournaments are played, what dates they're played, and, and so forth. Now, clearly, they're, they're, they speak with the salesmanship club, they speak with the title sponsors, but the, the decision is made by the PGA Tour, correct? Talking to John Drago, tournament director for the Byron Nelson Championship, and he'll be overseeing that as they move up to Craig Ranch next year. Okay, so... You're you're looking for a new place, and and I say you, and it's it's unfair to say you because there's a lot of people right. involved in. It. What's yeah, that? Sure. Yeah, so it's you. It's a salesmanship club. It's a PGA tour. How many people are getting involved right now when you're now a free agent and we're you're looking for a place? Uh, a lot, uh, for sure. The um, you know we heard from from several golf courses in the, in the community, you know, we had a real open mind as, as we went through this process, we wanted to make sure that we positioned ourselves in the most positive light as we could and put ourselves in the best position for, for long-term success. So, you know, anytime somebody emailed or or called, um, I listened, I either, you know, drove by, I did a lot of time on, on Google earth, looking at different, um, golf courses. Um, so yeah, there, there was, there was a lot of work going in there. I will say it, it pretty quickly, um, as I've said before, it, it pretty quickly became clear that um, TPC Four Seasons, as everybody had been rumoring, rumoring and uh, TPC Craig Ranch were, were kind of the two finalists fairly quickly in that process, I would say. Was there anywhere that, that any, and I, I know you got to keep, if you can, is there anywhere yeah. besides those two you said, hmm, not yet, but not a Maybe in five years when this contract is over, that place, all right, maybe. Revisit. Um, not really. I mean, there were some, some golf courses that I wouldn't have thought of that um, at the, if someone had just asked me cold that when I went and looked at them and did some, th- did some thinking on and that uh, intrigued me a little bit more than I, than I thought that they would. But nothing, nothing that I've kind of put on hold to – to uh, to look at later if that's the question that you're asking now we're sure. we're full steam ahead we you know, we are couldn't be more excited about TPC Craig Ranch hope that we're sure. there for 30 years. Okay, we're talking to John Drago, tournament director of the Byron Nelson Championship. He was in the process as they uh, are moving to Craig Ranch next year. So I was reading the other day that. Uh, when they're asking the guys over Colonial, how's this all going to work? How how you typically affected from your from the normal day to day operations in this COVID nineteen environment? I didn't realize that only ten to fifteen percent of the revenue comes from ticket sales. And another tournament director said, again, most of eighty to ninety percent come from the pro am and the and the corporate suites. And then another tournament director said that runs some other tournaments later in the year that are still on schedule, by the way, said. Believe it or not, we'd actually make more money not running the tournament at all. Than Say what? The, yeah, than the expenses that it would incur to put it on. And so I didn't understand that. That doesn't make any sense yeah, at I all. Yeah, did, I didn't quite understand that. Does it, do you know where that might be coming from? Yeah, you know, I think the um, – I will say we've done – as you might imagine, as we went through this process, you know, we were playing. We had literally had our, our best two sales weeks of the of the year when we found out that we were going to be canceled. Uh, we had contingency plans when we heard rumblings that there may be golf without fans, and then we had contingency plans when we found out that we might be canceled. Um, so we we had just kind of started some of that modeling, and 
and you know, it really, it's, it depends on on where you were in the schedule and what you were doing. I mean, clearly, um, I think it was Valspar that was next when they announced that uh, they were canceled. You know, they had spent millions of dollars preparing the golf course. Yeah, the infrastructure up and everything, right? And, mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, whatever whatever arrangements that they make with those people that had paid for that, you know, clearly they're not getting the value that they had, but those expenses were already sunk. So, uh, you know, those sorts of cancellations are just um, are just huge. Um, you know, I will say we, we were in a, a bit of a fortunate position for several reasons. One, we, you know, First of all, we're extremely disappointed that we're not playing in two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. We were supposed to have had our, our Forest to 5K was going to be today out at Trinity Forest. We would have had our celebrity our, uh, our celebrity am last week. We'd have had our corporate challenge last week. So we we couldn't be more disappointed than we are right now. But we were in a position where we had we had started our build. We had plenty of structure up, um, but we weren't heavy, heavy, heavy into it, and we weren't as far along as some of these other ones. So. From so that you had started your build able. already? Yeah, we well, started to... February 19th. Really? So two months out, huh? Interesting. Yeah, three, months. three months. PJ Tour Golf is, is big big stadiums for sure. Interesting. Yeah. And those are over a million bucks to do all that, right? It's oh, got to be at least that. A couple yeah. mil, two, three, something. To build yeah. a stadium at a, at a PJ Tour event? Oh, yeah. You know, far in excess of that. Okay, so... <clears throat> Let's talk about the final decision here, because the world was already uh, in a presumptive state that the four seasons or TBC Las Colinas was going to was going to have the 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 tournament be held there. Yeah, back to home week. Most people, yeah, most people assume that. Even we had Ryan Palmer on this Mm -hmm. morning, and he even kind of said, "Yeah, I assumed it was going to be there." Um, What was the what was the deciding factor? What how did that go about, John? And I mean, without telling us, you know, stuff you can't say, but they're obviously. Right. What what pushed them ahead? Well, you know, I, I should start by saying how how uh, how much we really enjoy our relationships that we still have with Irving and with Las Colinas and with the TPC Four Seasons. Um, you know, we had thirty five great years there. They helped build this tournament into what it is. But really, what it what it boiled down to is we were overwhelmed by you know the passion. Um, the desire for the McKinney area, uh, basically the coalition that they had put together between the city officials, the city businesses, the golf course itself, Club Corp, the operator. Um, they had clearly done their homework. You know, they they came recruiting, if you will. You know, they had parking identified. They knew what our operational areas were. They uh, had had commitments from the corporate community. Uh, then you start talking about being in the you know the fourth fastest growing market in the United States, and and it kind of snowballed from there. To be honest, it, it was just we were we were overwhelmed by the desire that they had to to host us and the homework that they had done and kind of the shared philanthropic values that they were um, sharing with us. And and from that point is uh, and that's really what led to the, to those decisions. Does it boil down to this when it's a heavyweight fight? If if it's a tie, if it's really close, you give it to the incumbent. So you, you, the challenger has to knock out the incumbent in order to, to win the crown. They really weren't the incumbent, though, right? Well, but they kind of were. They were the last people yeah. to use it be- beforehand, mm-hmm. and, and everybody was familiar with them, right? So uh, Logistically, it would have been easy for the salesmanship club to go back there right. and say, okay, yeah. we, know what we, we know what we're doing here. So it's pretty much a challenger having to knock out the competition? 
I, you know, I would say they, they did a really good job of that. Um, I, w- I would also say that, you know, we, it was 2017 was the last time we played at four seasons. They, you know, clearly, um, you know, business models have, have changed different, um, you know, different, different, different owners. things have changed out there. That golf course is a little, is a little bit, uh, a little bit different than it was there. Their membership it has grown a lot. So, you know, everything goes into, into the decision, you know, could we have picked it up and put it back there? Certainly, you know, the, a lot of the same faces and names would have been great to, to work with them again. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, what, what really drives the decision is, isn't really 2021. It's, it's where do we feel like we want to be for the next 30 years, as we talked about earlier. And what's the, what puts us in the best position to, to grow this tournament in, into what we want it to be. And, and at the end of the day, we felt like that was TPC Craig Ranch. Last question for you, John Drago, tournament director of the Byron Nelson Championship, soon to be at the uh, Craig Ranch facility. I've been, can we have two more questions? Because I'd want to. Uh, it's the same. Okay. So how much do the players get involved in the decision? They have the players' board. Were they present in this decision-making process? Um, not that I know of. I okay. certainly didn't speak to many of them, mainly because of so many rumors that were out there. You know, I didn't want to uh, to have them – you know, once the more people you talk to, the more likely yeah. something is to, is to get out. So we, we hadn't talked to them. I don't believe that. I don't know. I'm just not in those rooms, I guess, when the tour is talking to players. Well, you kept the secret pretty tight because yeah. we didn't know until the very end, and it was that was really cool. Yeah, and I, I got one more question for you, John, and this is um, so we can say it on air publicly because, <clears throat> as Rick will, will, will attest to, whenever we've said anything about the Nelson, whenever anything happened, the question, the, the comment always comes from the average golf fans saying well it's just eventually going to go to those pga courses up in frisco anyway was that ever a consideration not really um i mean clearly you know i'm a pga member we're close to all the people that you talk to about the pga of america i'm as intrigued as anybody about what's going on um up there i you know it's, it's just not ready and we're and we're, we're teeing it up in 2020 in may and in, in, in a year um the um I think what the way that I like to put it is, you know, I think part of the reasons why we chose TBC Craig Ranch and McKinney is probably very similar to the reasons why the PGA of America chose, uh, you know, that area for, for their new headquarters. You know, they see some of the same things we do about commitment from the corporate community, um, aggressive homework from the area, fourth largest growing market in the United States, you know, all those same things I think lined up probably for both of us. But as far as specifics about, you know, a plan to get there now, not, not really any discussion on that. I know it's, it's fun to kind of play that, play that conspiracy theory a little bit, but not, not much. I will, I will say Seth Waugh, the new CEO of the PGA of America, he's, he's got a lot of ties into the PGA tour. He ran he's Deutsche bit, Bank forever. He's a, dis, he's sure. a businessman. Yeah. So if there's yeah. ever going to be a commingling between the two, Factions which who don't share any revenue, right? Uh, I think it would be coming from him and maybe Jay Monahan as well. He's a new guy on tour, yeah. so we'll see. John, thank you so much for popping on today. John Drago, the tournament director for the Byron Nelson Championship. Next year, we look forward to it at Craig Ranch. Sounds great. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, Johnny. Take care, boys. Or thanks. John. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward dismount. All right, you know, you got it. I I just I think it's great that. That it's going up there. Mm-hmm. I, I, you and I have talked about this. I, it's great that the Salesmanship Club did this. The PGA Tour did this. Mm-hmm. It's great that Club Corp did it. Stayed in it's, town. It's great that City McKinney stepped up or whoever else. You know, he said the 
the area up there. I'm, I'm, I assume it was City of McKinney, but maybe it was all those cities. Sure, Frisco, joined. Allen, it's all killing but it. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's in that. It's cool. It's new. Um, you know, it's moving on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I, you know. Anyway, I, I, I'm a, I'm a Four Seasons fan, obviously, but. Kudos to everybody for this. Yep, very good. Thanks a lot for John for popping on. All right, it is a 9:51 on the ticket. That was brought to you by your uh, City of Arlington golf courses, which Lake this, Arlington, this Texas Rangers past Veritex. week would have been the Corn Ferry Tour event. Yeah, the Veritex Bank that golf course is. There's not a blade of grass out of. Dang. If you're going to complain about everything, it could be a footprint in a bunker, and that's about it. <laughs> I just smoothed that out with my foot. I used my old foot rake on that one. All right, uh, up next. Well, something's got to happen, and I guess Tiger and Phil are bored. Will it relieve us of our boredom about their match next on the ticket? 9.56 on the ticket. Normally we'd be mixing with Country Force today. By the way, say uh, happy birthday to Eli Jordan. I don't know how old he is. Probably mid-30s. I don't know, but give give him a shout. Hold a, uh, hold a beer up for him today, because yeah. I think it really sucks to have your birthday during this time. Um, a lot of drive-bys. Drive-by birthdays. I think I have to do one tomorrow. My wife was last week, and it sucked for her. It's different. You know? Definitely different. Mine's in three weeks. I'm hopeful that uh, that I'll be able to want some balloons? do a little bit more celebrating you than want a pony? they can. You want a pony? I was supposed to be in Mexico. Uh, by the way, Resort would not give us back our money. Just postponed, or did you cancel? We canceled. Yeah. They said you can move it to another date if you like. Okay. But I don't want to go to Mexico ever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, ever. (laughs) It's a long time. Not in the near future. It might be our 51st state. Watch um, out. John Drago, who I I said this before, he's he's got an important position in in the world of golf, Mm -hmm. but he's also a really good friend. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we were going to keep them on two segments, which we kind of did. There's no ads. Right. So we just kind of put Had a long segments. segment. Uh-huh. He wanted to mention that what Ryan Palmer was doing in the Pros for a Purpose. Mm-hmm. If you go to prosforapurpose.org, he's basically raising money for the charities that had their events canceled. Okay. So uh, Perfect. Look, That's Salesmanship great. Salesmanship Club raises money for the Momentous School, mm-hmm. which is a really, really good cause. And yep. they ain't making no money this year. Do. So they need help. Everybody needs help. But um, so, what Ryan's doing is a really, really cool thing. And uh, John wanted me to mention that. So um, go to prosforpurpose.org. We're here to serve. Mitch. Here to yeah. serve. All right, ten ten. We'll explain an e-break. We'll try to at least. I think at the, I've heard it again, and I still don't understand it. So we'll it do me it. Or you? We'll. I think it's. I think it's a joint effort on this one. Awesome. So, uh, stay tuned for that, and then we'll take you right into the coverage of the fourth through seventh rounds, I think it is, of the NFL draft. No, fifth. No, second and third. Yes, fourth through seventh. You're correct. A moment. I got there. Relax. Don't give me that. I didn't say anything. Look, I'm I just sit here. I'm just sitting here waiting for you to dig out. <laughs> just rubbing my hands Boy, together. thank God the show's today and not yesterday. I was in a way. Thanks for CBT. <laughs> Maybe we would have just. No, nah, we would just give. Don't me some we all have berries. in the last five weeks? Haven't we all had a moment? I, I had one, just yeah. one day, pretty much. Th- thankfully, but yeah, one day I was kind of, I was just out of sorts. I didn't know yeah. what to do. That was, was stupid. With, without purpose. Okay, so in the midst of no live golf, there has been nothing to show. 
Got the Outlaw Tour, which, by the way, you can gamble on on DraftKings. Here's my problem with that, though. And you and I argued about this. I, I want to compare it to the to what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about with this thing. I, if it was the All Pro Tour, which is local, it's the APT. It used to be the Adams Pro Tour. Now it's yeah. the All Pro Tour. Okay. Um, their first place, the first place purse for the Outlaw Tour, which was run by Alex Chaka last week. Yes, it was. Seven hundred fifty bucks. One with the buy-in was. I don't know, but the he lost money. The went the the. First place prize for the All Pro Tour mm-hmm. is either twenty five grand or thirty five grand. Mm. And all right, I'm locked in. I need sports. I need competitiveness of some sort. If if I'm following that, I followed it anyway because it was half the kids or half the guys on there went to went to played against my kid mm-hmm. growing up and stuff. So I know most most of those kids. I'm watching them anyway. I'm in. I, I mean, I, I would, I would, I would do our DraftKings videos again mm-hmm. off of that. I would, I mean, I would handicap it and I would watch it online as much as I could, as long as there's gambling. I'm not. I follow it anyway. I wouldn't even need the gambling. Mm. I just, I'm. Aren't you in for competitive? Jeez, we all watch a flipping draft for God's sakes. I watched it all last night because it was either that or old, it, old uh, episodes of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. And I opted for the draft because hmm. I just need sports. And by the way, almost every defensive player who got drafted yesterday, they watched they watched the what whatever defensive player was either intercept Jake Fromm or sack Jake Fromm. <laughs> it's like seriously, the poor Georgia guy. By the way, he's they wronged no him. They wronged him. So as they were, they had the last pick of the third round, right? Yep. They had the camera on him and his family as the last pick was made, and it wasn't him. And having him kind of pick everything oh, up, yeah, and yeah. that was wrong. Yeah, I mean, why kick a guy in the groin? No, I mean that is just sad. I mean, I know I understand the hum- human element and everything, but right. come on, you're beating a dead dog there. Yeah, we're already we're suffering from so much as it is. Why mm-hmm. would you even do that? I agree. Yeah. All right, so uh, Tiger and Phil say we got nothing else to do, and we need to. We're going to do some kind of a COVID um, uh, charity, and they want to do the the rematch, Tiger versus Phil. Snore. I didn't watch the first one. I watched some of it. It w- it could have been better. I I think if you're going to do this, you really got to have bits. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all over the top bits. You got to play horse after a hole. Sometimes you know you bet double or nothing. Whatever it is, make them hit with the opposite hand. Um, but just playing straight up, I don't care. There's really nothing on the line. You know, if if uh, Phil wins ten million dollars. I don't care a millionaire getting making more millions. It doesn't mm-hmm. move the needle for me. And you know it's not coming out of Tiger's pocket, so nothing out of him either. But this time they decided to ramp up a, a little bit, and they're going to enlist the help of Peyton Manning and and uh, Tom Brady. So Tom Brady is going to play with Tiger. No, Tom Brady is going to play with Phil, and Peyton's going to play with Tiger. I, does it matter either way? I don't so think. I. When you talk about, like, you and I, I told you one day when I heard this, I said, yeah, what they need is Tony Romo and Steph Curry. Yeah, those two better players. Played. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna, that'd be fun, right? And how much do we want to watch Romo and and Curry? I don't know. What kind of golfers are they at all? Are they evenly matched? or They're probably single digits. I'm going to bet they're probably in the 7-8 category. 
Okay. But you don't so know. I. So how'd they choose who played with whom? I don't know that either. I don't know how that's – because there's always got to be something. There's always got to be some money underlying somewhere. Okay, so, so I'm going to bring this up to you too, and this is as a golf fan who's locked in, knowing a little bit, uh, knowing a lot about golf, whatever. I mean, since since the AT&T Pebble Beach a year and a, a little bit more than a year ago, mm-hmm. has – Phil Mickelson played a competitive round of golf. Not a good one. Is he the guy? Okay, so okay, it's like anything else. When you hear of a guest on a radio or you see a guest on TV and whatever, you don't know if it was their first choice or their fourth choice. You don't know, and there's no sense even mentioning it. But So you wonder, if was Phil the first guy they approached? Because it's Tiger and anybody, right? I mean, his, his, the guy who was the biggest nemesis of Tiger for his entire career probably would have, for the most part, been Phil. Phil and Ernie. Well, Ernie came in and, second a lot of the most times yeah, behind Tiger Ernie's in a major. Ernie's really not relevant. I no, mean, compared. he's playing the senior tour now. Um, so can Phil. But I'm not saying – I'm saying that anybody even the last time would not have said no. They definitely went to Phil the last time because Tiger Phil, that's the biggest draw. I, I just don't see it even competitive. Well, if it's going to be entertainment and it's all bits, yeah. right, It's it, you have to go up to 11. You gotta, It's got to be idiocracy almost. Having them playing straight up, I don't care. Yeah. Having them play best ball, don't care. What I would care about, alternate shot. Because now you got it. Now there's going to be times when Brady and Peyton are, are, are going to put their balls in some crazy places. Now we'll see the wizardry of two of the best guys ever with their imagination playing golf. All right. How about if you do this? How about on one hole, both of them throw a football as far as they can? Okay. And wherever they lands, that's where their other guy has to tee off from. You know what? Why not? But it's a, it's a hole. So you have 18 How holes. This? How about even this? Make them run for 10 seconds sprint. Yeah, t- Tiger ain't doing that, pal. No, I'm talking about <laughs> the two old guys. I don't even know they do it. It would still take Brady 10 minutes. <laughs> Slaughtering the glasses. <laughs> but, That's but, what I'm saying. This, can Mate Manning take him right now on a sprint? But on every hole, they should change up the format. Even if they only play nine holes. You don't need 18 holes. Nobody cares who wins. It's all about who's going to have who's going to overcome the best Ever so odds, right? right? So you might have alternate shot. You might have one club on a hole. You might have you got to play left-handed on a hole. Um, I don't know. But I think you could have much more fun doing that than just Tiger and Phil playing against each other. And really Peyton and, and, and Brady are not going to add that much, are they, from a golf standpoint? No. By the way, as, a, as an aside, um, Eli and I played golf at Rusty Rail. Mm-hmm. We both hit a tee shot with opposite hand Yeah, just to see. Mm-hmm. And his was a picture-perfect swing okay. that went straight left. <laughs> Mine looked like Goofy swinging a golf club. Yeah. Went straight down the middle. <laughs> yeah. I still want to do that. Like I said, I'm, I am not good. And it was um, – I don't think I would – I don't really don't think I'd break 50 after nine holes. But I would love to participate just to see if anything else just talk about yeah. on the radio, right? So, anyway, it's supposed to be sometime in May, Tiger versus Phil – Peyton and, and Tom, again, just like what you said, I would rather have Steph versus uh, Romo. I think it would be better stuff. And you could have better games. You could have horse. You could have I whatever. Would, I would rather have 
eight PGA Tour stars. Tiger, Phil, give you the old Merrill Lynch challenge. No, do a skins game. Two tie, you all tie, but go ahead and tee, all tee off. It'll take it'll take four hours to play nine holes with with eight of them on the same hole. Is that enough? Is that enough to watch again? It's not their own money. I don't care where the money's come from. It's millionaires making more millions. I I don't know if that format does it for me anymore. Yeah, it would be. I, I like why? The why is that game. a difference? I just I think skins game's compelling. It's you got a guy hits one straight out of bounds, but he's not out of it. He's got his pom. Make him have to carry pom poms for the rest of the hole. <laughs> or Jay Haas coming. had to do. I think it was he had to wear a skirt because he couldn't out drive uh, Annika. Yeah, yeah, Fred Funk. Something. I hope to just make it a little more yeah. interesting than what it sounds like. Yeah. All right. Ten oh eight on the ticket. T box. One more segment before we bring you round four to seven coverage of the NFL draft. And we talk about one of our favorite e-breaks, and we'll try to explain it next. All right, 10-14 on the ticket. One more segment, and then we lead you right into the all-important NFL draft coverage. Rounds four through seven today. Our ticket team does a phenomenal job. And today they will earn their money because this is the time of those drafts where you're going to find nuggets and people are going to go take long flyers on players. I still like going back five years, and, and if, when somebody goes back and grades a draft five years ago, it's kind of like what they do for uh, college recruits, because you have some guys that think this is the best draft ever, it's the best recruiting ever, and they don't get out of, you know, they haven't won a playoff the game best, in 20 years. The best years. ones are the NBAs, because they'll they'll do the redrafting. Sure. The ringer will do the redrafting yeah. of, of a draft, and, you know, we were all watching the Jordan deal, and, you know, thank God somebody took Sam Bowie, mm-hmm. or Jordan would have been. That's right. Last dance tomorrow night, yeah. episodes three and four. So I, I those were relevant because you can see stars, and there are very mm-hmm. few of them in the NBA that come out every year. So anyway. Virtua, this virtual remote brought to you by the greatness of Crest Cars in uh, Frisco. Mike Grossen's Crest Cars. Yep, in Frisco and in Plano, Infinity, Cadillac, and Plano. You can stop by there now. They're open. There, you don't have to wait to get a car delivered. You can go there, and they, they're spraying everything down. Everything is completely antiseptic, so do not worry. And not only the new cars, check out those pre-owns. they got some sweet deals going on right now at Crest Cars. And tell them you uh, love Mike Brosen. In a non-sexual way. Whatever. Okay. You know, whatever brings in business, right? <laughs> okay, before we get to our e-break explanation of the week, uh, I saw this. I thought it was interesting, and I'm not sure I would have got it right away. Only three players, since they started the World Golf uh, Rankings, Craig, since 86. Right. Care to guess the only three players who have been number one for at least triple-digit weeks? Norman. Mm-hmm. 331. Tiger. 682. Faldo. No. I know all the guys who oh maybe Jordan. No. I, I don't know. Rory McElroy. Really? Just hit a hundred and one weeks. I'll be darned. Uh, number one. No, Whoa. and here's the thing about Phil. Phil never made number one. Good for him. Yeah. So that was kinda interesting. A little stat you can use and explain to your water cooler, your virtual water cooler. However <laughs> that works. All right, so we've won a lot of e-breaks. We've been up for a lot of e-breaks. And sometimes they're played, and you kind of scratch your head, and you go, I wonder where that came from. So Jay King has pulled one. 
the greatness of Jay King. We're going to hear it, and then we will try to explain it right now. Yes. So this one is a, a little bit longer than the 30 seconds to a minute long, but uh, mm-hmm. it's all necessary. Let's just right, say that. Let's go. So last week I wasn't here. Right. I was in Atlanta. Right. Drove, go up there, whatever. Set my alarm on my phone this morning, and... <clears throat> Look what my phone says. What time does my phone say? 9.06. So on your phone. should change automatically. It didn't. Hmm. So I set my alarm for minute. 6.30 this morning. Wait a minute. So you've been back since how long? From Atlanta? Since Sunday. So a whole week. You haven't realized that your phone has been ahead an hour? I don't use it for that. I have a watch. But I use but it for alarms. I haven't set an alarm it, yet. But every time you pick it up... It'll show the time, just like that. So you went a whole week yeah. being oblivious that, yeah. the, that you were an hour ahead. So I woke up, and my wife said, what are you doing up so early? Amazing. So I'm not up early. It's 6.30. She goes, no, it's not. It's 5.30. <laughs> so now I'm really confused. So I'm wired. I've had four cups of coffee. Wait a minute. I'm even more confused now. So your, your phone is an hour ahead, so how can you wake up early? Well, yeah. That's what I lost it. <laughs> You've been fun me every wow. single day. I got up an hour early this morning. I swear to God. You I got, got up, up an hour early. Yeah. How you set happen? the alarm based upon East Coast time because that's what your phone is doing. How did that happen? How does anything happen to you? That is the strangest I wish I could take a picture oh, of your Oh, wait. Face. Y- yes, because I, when it was at 6.30 on this phone, it's 5.30 in real life. That's But right. you set the alarm based upon the f- phone at 6.30, which is an hour longer than here. Yes, it's right. Craig, Craig yes. Kern, help me out. Yes, he's right. I'm right. You're not. This, this it's 9.07 on this phone. This if- is beautiful. <laughs> Kern, help me out here. He's trying to dig himself out of about a 50-foot No, well. you're wrong. You're wrong. Dave? I, at 9.07, if I set my alarm at 8.07, it'd be 7.07 here. Yes. This is going to be Dave's swan song. Yeah, so if it's, <laughs> if it's you know, 6.30 so East Coast time, confused. it's 5.30 here. Yes. But he set it, for six, he set um, it based uh, upon East Coast time. Right, 6.30 East Coast time is 5.30 it's still 530 Central time. time. Yeah, if the phone says 6.30, that's when it'll go off. Yeah. And at 6.30 on this phone means it's 5.30 here. I, am, I still can't wrap my head around this. <laughs> when you're wrong, you can never, you, it's always the rest of the world. It's so funny. I could it's not so wrap funny. my head around it. In fact, l- listening to it now, I'm still a, confused. I, would, I, I mean, I was so right, and then you, it's like, no, you're wrong. And it's like, I, I start to believe you that I'm wrong. That's right? acting, right? <laughs> that, that is exactly this what This defense is a good offense. You guys are gaslighting each other right there. Yeah. Oh, I w- but there I was no right. Doubt. I mean, it's, it's, it, if it's an hour earlier on the East Coast, so if it's not it's 9 o'clock on the East Coast, it's 8 o'clock here. But there's one thing I still don't understand. You were still late, right? No, I was early. I was, I you was were early. I was, okay. early. I was like, hey, I've been here. It was the first time I'd beaten you to a remote in, like, since I started. It's still interesting, though, that – after all that, okay, so, so boil this all down to my stupidity and whatever, but um, it's that your phone never changed time zones. Yeah, it was weird. And, I, I, you know, 
The only time I set an alarm is on Saturday mornings. I get up the same time every morning. Right. Saturdays is the hardest one because we have, have to. to. Yep. So I always, all I say is, hey, Siri, set an alarm for 6.30 a.m. It's the first thing I do, the last thing I do before I go to bed. And I, I didn't, I mean, I, I do wear a watch always. So mm-hmm. I never look at my phone for the time. Um, and also, wait a minute. So I wonder, so I, I'm usually a, a very regular watch wearer like you are. Yeah. But these last five weeks, I don't know if I've worn worn it once. I it's don't still need have it. it. I still put it on, and I look at it more than I. <clears throat> there was one day I didn't wear a watch. It was last week, and I couldn't believe how many times I looked at my wrist. Really? Yeah. Probably the like same thing as as you know with this COVID thing. Uh, how many times we touch our face without knowing it? Ugh. Some, it almost th- seems like Junior said it was two thousand times a day. The first time I go to the grocery store, this was a month ago, right? Right. Saying, "Don't touch your face, don't touch your face." So I get to the grocery store and disinfect my hands. All mm-hmm. good. I'm ready. Immediately touch my face. <laughs> Wait a minute, stop! <laughs> Let's touch it again. I touch it again. It's like, what am I doing? And I couldn't believe how many times I touched my face while I was in the grocery store that day. It's like, I, I'm. What do I do? And I was like, I started to freak out. And that's. I think that's the number one reason why you should wear a mask. Can't I, touch your face if you have a mask on. It makes you a little more aware. Yeah. It's kind of a, a, a tad of a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And I was wondering, am I touching my face more because I'm aware of it? And it's like, or You're thinking about is this it. normal? You're thinking about <laughs> it. Okay. The time I find myself touching my face the most is when I'm on the computer and I'm reading, I'm doing a long form read, right? I'm just putting my hand, my chin on my hand. It's okay. You know, if you're sitting propping at home, it up. though, it's probably not terrible. No, if you're I would hope not. Store, so how much you got? Touching much... yourself like that is not good. Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so how much are you sanitizing at home? Uh, as as much as I possibly can. I mean, I'm I run out of wipes and I run out of sterilizer stuff and uh-huh. I wash my hands nonstop. I, 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 so I wonder if that's going to change because if anything that comes out of this, that's a positive. I think if people, I wonder on a golf course, is it ever going to be customary to shake somebody's hand again at the 18th hole? And would you miss it? Or would you rather just bow to each other? <laughs> Take off your hat and bow. You know, I thought because I've played, I've played golf the last three weeks. Because that's another optics thing. Once the tour and... starts back up. Are they going to shake hands on no. the 18th hole? And that's the thing, you know, we tap putters or we mm-hmm. tap feet or elbows. Even elbows, you're starting to get mm-hmm. too close. That's within six feet now. So um, I, I'm hoping this all ends one day and, and we eventually go back to normal. I miss hugging and I miss shaking hands. Not me. Well, you're. No, you don't miss hugging me. People in general, don't a hugger. Me, you don't like being hugged. No, yeah, like you're not a touched. hugger. Yeah, you're you're like hugging a statue. <laughs> I get about the same get amount of feedback. Yes. Yeah, like my brother. Yes. So, so it'll be interesting to see what, what society norms are the new norm once this all goes back. Because, you know, here's the other thing. So this is the latest thing that was going on the PGA Tour before everything stopped. People were starting to complain that after the, the last putt was hold on 18, guys would take off their hats on tour – Put their hands through their sweaty hair, and God knows what else is in there, and then shake somebody's hand. And they thought that was stupid. That was bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the new norm's going to be. Are we just going to be touching, no touching ever? I don't know. I want to know when we're going to rake a sand trap. 
That's the least amount of my worry. I'm just saying yeah. all that stuff. It's 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 the trend of ignore. Or we're going to have a bucket of water bottles that you can go grab a water bottle out of mm-hmm. that you can't do now. Yeah, well, I think most when we start learning more about this, I think what we know about this disease is couldn't fill up a thimble. It seems like half the people say go this way, half go this way. Nobody's betting their life on anything. Literally, it's a hard word for me to say. By the way, what's that? Because of my lisp. Thimble. 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 Yeah. You almost did it. Say it again. No. I'm done. Thimble. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm just going to be an e-break waiting to happen. All thimble. right. We're done. I want to thank Craig Kern. I want to thank uh, back at the station, Jay and Russell. Also, Russ, uh, Ryan Palmer for popping on today. Yeah, that was go fun. To, uh, John Drago, the tournament director of the Byron Nelson Championship. Proforapurpose.org if you want to help some of the charities that got hurt by not having an event. There you go. And stay tuned for uncomparable or incomparable or just the best sports coverage of draft (laughs) on, on football ticket next. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound.